You're listening to Yes, Maybe, No with Andrew Streeter. You're not my aunt. I don't have to pretend like I like this. And Yeti Blanc. That's right. And for my dad, it needed a very wide door. He was a fat, fat man, which is why he's dead. And special guest, Chris Cody. 100 grand makes you work for that swallow. Is this show the best? Yes, Maybe, No. Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Maybe, No. I'm Yeti Blanc. I am Andrew Streeter. And after a year of trying to track this guy down, of him making excuses of not to appear on a show, of making commitments and then changing at the last second, maybe saying he had to play softball when there was really an episode of The Bachelor on, we finally have him. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a welcome to Chris Cody. You know, we were talking before air here, and you were saying about, uh, you know, having a band and having needing an opener. There's just sometimes you just sound cool if you like put things off so like if i if i play hard to get on coming on your podcast it's just so you think that i'm more important than i actually am yeah (laughs) that's right that's right i mean in the interim before you know we finally got you on we had you know sarah spain and oh jeez and marty smith and izzy gutierrez and mark from reddit mark from reddit who's that it's me mark What's Reddit? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I don't know that. You know, and it was always, you You were always the white whale. The whale. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> you said the same thing about his dad, though, last, uh, in, mm. in, in, the, uh, in that episode. Did you tell, uh, do you tell every guest that they're your white whale? Is, is this a thing? No. Do you guys, dude, that made me think of Fudgy the Whale. Oh. Did you guys ever have a Fudgy the Whale? I've never had a Fudgy the Whale. What kind of question is that? I learned about Fudgy the Whale <laughs> through the show. We didn't, we didn't have, um, Carvel, Carvel, like I think you could maybe get an ice cream cake at the grocery store, maybe, maybe Lowe's or some, or Food Lion carried it. I don't know. You know, uh, you mentioned trying to get me on this podcast for a year, so I just I, I want to just get this out of the way. I feel like I like is this like the whole Halloween thing, the theme that you want? You really wanted me because I feel like the last time was Halloween too. Like the last, like so it just it was it was gonna it just be. worked yeah. out that a year later I'm finally here. Like. And it's just so funny. Like, I should have maybe told you this. Like, I'm not even a big Halloween guy. Is it because of the candy and the fat Chris thing? Like, what's the obsession with me and Halloween? What was the reason that you wanted me? I think it's more the childlike, the childlike nature of it. Yes, candy goes into it. But like, okay. you know, like, like you bring that youthful exuberance to the show. And right. I just felt like I would, I would have never guessed you're not a big Halloween guy. It, I mean, I love candy. But I just like, you know, in my older years, now that I have a daughter, it's honestly been, it's, I look forward more to Halloween now, but we can get into the details of my best and worst Halloweens. But I just like, in my power rankings, I hope this doesn't undercut the whole podcast. Not very high in my power rankings, Halloween. That's okay. That's part, I think that's part of actually what we'll, what we'll discuss today. But before then, uh, we need to, uh, we need to figure out who needs to go to hell. Hmm. It's time for another round of... Maybe no. I love watching Yeti listen to imaging he's made <laughs> and working with him on the Greg Cody show. Like no, he, he enjoys like his own work so much. It's fun to watch. He's so proud of himself. Whose face enjoys it more, me or your dad listening back to something he's done? Ooh, and I think it's just the Greg. Gregs are just narcissists. They love themselves. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, couple weeks ago when they were playing the uh, Dexter Dinwiddie segment on the Levitard show and like when when Dan was was referencing 
Greg, the pride that is on your face right now, like, I felt like he was describing me because I was listening to that with so much pride as well. Like, I was so happy <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> and then, of course, just Dan just, you know, rips Greg to shreds immediately after. But yeah. par for the course. But anyway, that's um, the so bit. That's the bit. <laughs> this week, just like when, when Greg Cody was on the episode, we are turning the reins over to Chris. So, Chris, who needs to go to hell this week? Now, I heard my dad totally fake it and pull something out of his ass. Like, he never even goes to movies, and yet he was, like, <laughs> ranting against something that had to do with movies. So, like, I'm... <laughs> Oh, he totally said, yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> it was just like, dude, you haven't been to the movies since Swing Boat. But uh, I- I'm going to tell people, I'll tell you who needs to go to hell. People who have in their Twitter or in, or uh, mostly Twitter, Twitter bios that say, tweets here do not reflect my employer. <laughs> like, what job is this saving? Like, it, let's say I said it's like some like John Gruden type stuff in a tweet. Am I not getting fired if I just put in my Twitter bio, hey, by the way, this does not affect my employer? Like, I just don't understand. I always see people who have, hey, my tweets are are my own. It's like, I know these are your (laughs) tweets. Like, why? I know that, like, you're not tweeting for, you know, Arby's or for Disney or like, I just, I'm sorry, like, if this is a ridiculous one, but I just, I don't know. It, It always bothers me. Like, who are you saving with that? It's actually a great point. And, uh, I mean, like it, most corporate policies will say they have a social media policy and it will say what you post could affect you. And simply putting that disclaimer doesn't save you. I love the idea of somebody having a job and being like, it's okay. I can still tweet whatever I want because I have a disclaimer in my, it's like, no, you still have to like be respectful. And if you say terrible things, it could be held against you. Like it's just, I never understood that. And it just always bothers me. So those people need to go to hell. I put that right up there with the same people that like on Facebook were like, hello, government. This is a disclaimer that says that you yes. can't use my information. <laughs> I, right. Because I put this up here because, because <laughs> you can't do it because I wrote it. Now you're definitely not tracking my every move now that now I you're wrote not this doing Twitter. it. NSA. <laughs> yeah. Good call. <laughs> same, that same dude does that on Twitter. Uh, Andrew, why don't you change your bio to say my tweets uh, tweets are are not my own; they are outsourced to a. That's actually a funny. <laughs> that's that, a that great. Be, that's great. My t- my tweets are my employer. I, I represent my employer my with tweets my tweets. Explicitly represent, <laughs> represent my employer. <laughs> the national, the thoughts and uh, rationale of the National Football League. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, now that's a really good one, Chris. Great point, and that is who needs to go to hell. This has been another round of Who Needs to Go to Hell? On Yes, Maybe No. Oh, just in case we forgot what podcast we were listening to. Oh, geez, there's more. Sorry. Are you gonna do a Halloween like a spooky version of the of the theme music? I don't know if I've if I've got time. I've got a couple more. I've got to do a, a new ad for the Greg Cody show that I'm working on, and that you know that show pays me. This one doesn't, so I've got to prioritize. Does he just that drop that in all the time, like the Greg Cody show thing? Is that a thing he does a lot? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Yeah, it's, uh, it's some- do you guys just get into like little like? Uh, passive aggressive battles of like oh i'm a two-time suey award winner well i'm on the greg cody show and you guys just like say stuff like that all the time just to needle each other i'm far too gracious i uh like i'm always like touting the look because like by association this is a you know this this show is co-hosted by a two-time suey winner so i mean i'm gonna ride those coattails i will be the puff daddy or to your uh your biggie smalls (laughs) (laughs) balls oh nice (laughs) Balls. wait no, never mind. <laughs> it works. 
All right, so let, let's let's jump in. We, anyway. we 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 teased this at the beginning of the episode, so let's uh, let's just jump in. Let's let's talk about Halloween. Let's do it. Um, I want to know what was Greg Cody like in Halloween for you when, uh, growing up. Yeah. See, like, I'm feeling a little pressure because my dad is, you know, uh, like, it, it's not as flashy and as funny. He's a good dad. So, like, the first thing that I think of when you say Greg Cody and Halloween is him carving three pumpkins every single Halloween. And that's, like, not funny at all, but that's the first thing that popped in my head. I do have some funny D- things. Does he Does he live for it? Like, does he absolutely love it? Oh, he are loves they, it. Are they different pumpkins? Like, does he do, like, stencils or does he just do the same face every time? <laughs> He generally has two that are the same face every year, and then there's one wild card that's like different. Has he ever tried to carve Edwin Pope's face into a, into a pumpkin? No, he doesn't do like that new modern day high tech reel. He does simple yeah. two eyes, a nose, and then some sort of face. And like, really, the only thing that changes is the face. Like, it's very, all the eyes, all the noses, very similar. Um, he, he always has like one that's like a tall pumpkin, and it has like an O, like a <laughs> like i'm doing an o face you know like not that o face like more of like a spooky o face and like an uh ooh face an ooh and face, then there's yes. one that's like the the jagged teeth right that's right. like scary and then th- that, those are the two like s- the staples and then there's a wild card like some days it's you know a big smile some it's like it's like an angry sad like you never know but it's but the funny thing that my dad does is that he recently did with my daughter and my dad has this horse head that he just throw like my dad was never a costume guy like i would whenever he'd walk us around the neighborhood he would always just be wearing whatever he's wearing but he would have this like just like a head he puts on that goes like tucks into his shirt and it's just so he's walking around and it's hilarious unless you're like a three-year-old little girl and like and last halloween he like just harmlessly he wasn't even intending to scare the shit out of my daughter but just like came out of like his bedroom like all right let's go grayson's here let's and she's still like she's almost four like she's how old is she she's four now and she still like will randomly when we're driving over to nan and pop's house just be like daddy no horse right like, <laughs> oh no like it's oh, like it no. has like legitimately scarred her oh and it was innocent because i don't actually he's not that like genius he was just like innocently walking out with his horse head but <laughs> he scarred my my daughter that's that's the most funny thing that he's recently done with his damn horse head it's a funny head it really is a fed <laughs> So, um, you shared one of your dad's Halloween traditions. Mm-hmm. Do you have any that, that you, that you, as a kid that you had, that you've carried on as an adult or, or that you had as a kid that maybe since faded? I, a couple of years ago, like, uh, I, 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 I haven't moved to the three pumpkins cause it's a lot of work to carve a pumpkin. Yeah. I hate it. Um, <laughs> I, I've carved up, I, I generally will carve a pumpkin like the week of Halloween. And, you know, I guess that's me taking my dad's traditions on. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's really I don't really like I said I'm, I'm getting more into Halloween now that I have a house like I'm like trying to decorate my house and like you know trying to make it sure that it's good for Graceland and I'm more into it now but like there was a nice you know when do you stop trick-or-treating like what like 17 18 like that age <laughs> 27 I was like, 33 the, years old <laughs> like the, the age between like my 20s was not a good Halloween year. like like I would say the last few years better and then obviously my teens I was into it but I had a, like I think I think I only dressed up maybe like one time in my twenties, and it was a couple's costume with my wife. Not one I'm proud of. I feel like you're gonna make me say it, but it's just I, what is were it? You raggedy right. Andy? Were you raggedy no. Andy? She, she was a bee, and I was a beekeeper. 
I just basically put on a beige suit and then put a net over my head. <laughs> it was, it was, it was not good. It's not a. You should have done the part. horse head and then a net over the head, and then <laughs> that would have been good. See, it makes everything funny or terrifying to a three-year-old. Yeah. Um, Andrew, what about what about you? Well, um, Halloween is my birthday, so. Wow, sir, are you really into Halloween? No, that's the <laughs> funny thing is that I. Uh, I I think that it's because I kind of resented the fact that it um, had the audacity of being a holiday on my birthday. Yeah, it's like, this is my day. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here, Halloween. What's worse? What do you think is worse, sharing a birthday with Jesus or sharing a birthday with a pumpkin? Well, my mom's birthday is Christmas Eve and mine's Halloween. Um, And she hates having her birthday so close to Christmas. (laughs) My daughter's birthday is the 22nd of December. So we're going to, I feel like that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, if you want to make a lifelong enemy with my mother, give her a birthday present and Christmas paper. Yeah. Like we have to, we have to really like focus on Christmas. You know, growing up we were like, Hey, birthday streamers, birthday colors, birthday things don't ever intermingle. Like we basically took down like most of the Christmas decorations, like around the, the uh, living room, just so we could like, you know, make, create a birthday, a safe birthday space for her. The street or Cecil household doesn't believe in Jesus on Christmas Eve. <laughs> no, no. We celebrate Jesus on his birthday. This is mom's birthday. No. Right. So like, but it's interesting because I had fun with it. When I was a kid, I'd tell people all the time when I was trick or treating that it was my birthday to, to get more candy, you know, <laughs> that's a good, heady play. And, um, so they'd be like, is it really? I'm like, are you going to card me, bro? Just give me the Snickers. <laughs> What are we doing? I'm this many. Let's go. <laughs> are you really? Is it really your birthday? Get the. I don't want your candy, dude. You're probably giving me a circus peanut or some shiz. <laughs> oh, man. Those circus peanuts. Don't sleep on those. Don't sleep on those. Okay. I'm peanuts. actually kind of coming around on the. They're polarizing. Okay. What, okay like, what's it's what like are the candy some, what, corn, right? It's like the candy corn. What are some of the most polarizing candy? I mean, the, the candy corn and, and that peanut come to mind first. Um, what are some other polarizing ones? Um, is the I feel like the you know like me, the wax paper, like the the black and the in the uh, orange wax paper, like little things that are like peanut butter things. Uh, Mary Janes. There was like the last um, thing that you eat at the bottom of the bag. I don't know about those. Is that are they called Mary Janes? Let me Google. Let me Google. These. I, th- I think I think they do call them Mary Janes. I have no idea what they're called. They don't have a label, and so I was always like suspicious of them. <laughs> i think black licorice is a uh, polarizing candy yeah see that's the thing polarizing is like i have a hard time thinking of things that i don't hate it's like you either love it or you absolutely hate it like there's no one that's just like i'm okay with licorice there's either somebody who like is like oh they're all in licorice psychopath or they're like i hate licorice get it away from to me like the milky way is polarizing because it's just like you're not the snickers and you're never going to be the snickers so it's like yeah, you're fine. I'm not saying I don't like it. I don't saying I don't like the Milky Way. I'm just like Milky Way wants to be in this top tier of candy, and I just don't think it is. Well, that's why you go for Milky Way Dark. That one sets itself apart. I feel like there's a lot of candy though that's not top tier. That almost annoys me more is like the the mid tier filler candy, like the Smarties. Yeah, like candy that's like I'll eat it, you know, but I'm not like. <laughs> going immediately to my bag for some smarties you you're know not getting I mean? the, to the smarties until like november like <laughs> like well i guess the smarties are left yeah. <laughs> the nerds are left it's like yeah what's the saddest day in november like the peak like post halloween pre-thanksgiving like where you're where you're like where you have like just kind of 
you're scraping the barrel of yeah. pleasure out between the holidays. Um, the yeah. candy that you bring to like your, your wife brings to work to give to the coworkers, <laughs> like the, like, all right, let's get this shit out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, starlight mints, starlight mints or, you know, like little peppermint discs. Um, yeah. Smarties, things like that. Get but yeah, no, that. Circus peanuts. I liked a lot more as a kid. They kind of make me sick now just cause they're just so straight sugar. But I don't. I don't honestly remember the last time I've had one. I just rem- I think back fondly on them. Yeah, you can't yeah. have too many of them. It's a very like you oh, know uh, small doses. <laughs> yeah. So you can have too many of them. That's what I meant. <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. You can't eat too. Many. You can't eat too many of them. Yeah. So it's straight up sugar candies. Yeah, they they make me sick on my stomach. But that that's why for the most part, if I'm going to put junk in my body, I'm just going to do it with chocolate. Like, let me enjoy it. Um, you mentioned on, dark chocolate though before. I, I prefer regular chocolate oh, to the dark chocolate personally. Oh, I love, love, love the dark. Since my since marrying my wife, she's kind of got me onto the bougie chocolate. Um, but at Halloween, I make a grand exception, like like the like the cheap chocolates, like your Snickers and and your like your just standard like easy to grab chocolates. Like they they for something. There's something about Halloween that makes them better to me, and I and I really enjoy them. On, on what's the difference days. between an exception and a grand exception? Um. It's exceptionally exceptional. There we go. Thank you, Andrew, because I had nothing. A grandception. <laughs> a grand, grand, grandception. What are some of your other favorite treats uh, to get at, at the Halloween? Um, you know, I, I like the hits. You know, I like the Snickers. I like the Kit Kats. I like anything with Reese's. Reese's. I know I said that wrong. Um, but I also like. I can get away from the chocolate as well. I, I like. I'm. I'm kind of a. You know. Uh, like I, I like what the everyone likes. Like I like Skittles. You know, I'm always gonna grab the Skittles first. I give all those to my kids. Really? You don't like Skittles? Starburst, Mike and Ike, dude. Mike and Ike, dude. Don't sleep on Mike and Ike. Nope. Those go to my kids. I love Swedish Fish, even though you don't get a lot of those in the there Halloween you circuit. You, you don't. don't get a lot of those in the Halloween circuit. Those go to my kids. So you don't like anything that's not chocolate for the most Yeti. part. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like fruity fruity candy for the oh. most part. Like if I'm gonna eat gummies. Um, it, it needs to be like trolley brand, like the trolley trolleys. I like those, but Sour Patch Kids can kick rocks. I can't, I can't stand them. They just, they're awful. Whoa. That's that. Oh my God. That's yeah. That's, that is, that is insane. That's blasphemy. Um, I would say of the, of the popular top tier candies, the ones that I pass on the most are like M&Ms. Oh, really? I, I, I like, like plain them. ones. Like, yeah, like plain M&Ms, peanut M&Ms, like I'll yeah. eat them, but like they're not, I'll grab all the things that I've said before like those like you know all the starburst the skittles the sour patch kids and then the snickers and the kit kats and the reese's reese's twix the twix i like milky way m&ms those are the, like the main ones that i'm like yeah i could do without those um, I, I i like a, I do like a baby ruth you don't see those on the hollow on the halloween circuit though oh uh, yeah that's the nestle the nestle branded ones so like babe ruth baby ruth and uh Musket three musketeers are okay. Like I'll eat that, but that's that, 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 that's wrong. like November. I like butterfingers. That that's a treat. If I get those in a Halloween, I, I actually really like that. But the three musketeers, Milky Ways, M and M's, those things are making it to like November fifth or sixth for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, those are things I'll steal from my kids for sure. Baby Ruths are something that I will totally eat at Halloween, but I would never buy from the grocery store. Yeah. Um, I've got you as an Andy's mint guy, Greg. No. Okay. So Andy's mint and York peppermint patties are something I would never, I never think, Hey, I want to go eat that. 
But when I do, I enjoy them quite a bit. Um, get the mint. Get everything mint out of my life. Other than <laughs> the only mint thing that I enjoy on a yearly basis is thin mint cookies. Yeah. Mm. It's the only mint that I like enjoy. Every other mint thing, like in toothpaste. I have toothpaste. The right, it's the right ratio of chocolate to mint. You know, I think yes. the, that they've perfected that. The grasshopper. Yes. Uh, yeah. Girl Scout thin mints for like, sure. I enjoy mint chocolate things once I eat them, but like most of the time I don't want to eat them because it's like going to distract from my chocolate. I want to just enjoy the chocolate. But um but like w- when I have them like if if my wife if that's all we've got and I eat it I'm like this is quite enjoyable, but I never have the desire to go buy it. If I'm buying a candy bar that's like outside of Halloween, I'm going for like chocolate and caramel. I'm going for like a like a home 100 grand. I like 100 grand. I, so you like chewy. So you like chewy. That, those are probably my favorite of the Halloween candies. Yeah, for sure. Because 100, 100 grand has like a, it takes like a full minute. You take a bite of 100 grand and it takes like a minute for you to like. There's some effort involved. Yeah. You got to chase it. They're like a small version of the Little Debbie Star Crunch. <laughs> is it, most, other, most other candy, you just throw in your mouth, couple chews down the hatchet. And like 100 grand makes you work for that swallow. <laughs> I, uh, there's <laughs> gotta be a better way to say that. Another candy that I've been into. What is this thing? I always get this wrong. Is it nugget? What's this thing that some candies have? Is it <laughs> nougat? Nougat? Yeah, nougat. nugget. <laughs> Whatever. It'd be funny. It's like a chicken nugget. Um, but there's Reese's is like done this thing where they have like 72 different versions of like just what used to be a Reese's cup is now there's like fast break bar. Yeah. And it's like, it's basically like a Reese's in a form of a, a Snickers bar that has nougat in it. I'm not really sure what nougat is, but it's delicious. And it reminds me, I bet hundred grand has some nougat in it because like it, it's, it's a texture that takes work. I think that's, I don't know what's in the hundred grand. The, car, the caramel is also, are you caramel or caramel? How you guys, it, it, how you it's say? caramel. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's caramel. It just it also depends on where you are in the world. I think caramel, some people say caramel. Well, and if you're correct or not, you know, <laughs> Oh geez Louise. <laughs> this guy chris whittingham over here i gotta say if anytime i saw anybody hand out like a homemade something or other like in a little plastic baggie get that out of here get (laughs) like i don't want like your brownies it might be the greatest thing in the world but i'm not touching it it could be i don't don't want want your your, pre-packaged shit okay right right. yeah yeah i want something that came from a factory that you bought at like sam's club or something i don't want something that you put effort into i don't want something that you spent six hours on saturday (laughs) packaging like you're not my aunt i don't have to pretend like i like this yeah it's true yeti you seem like the kind of guy that would only take one if the sign says please take one oh no no please i'm the oldest sibling i mean you i'm gonna take everything i can Wouldn't that be the youngest sibling? I thought, doesn't the oldest sibling already get enough? I'm, why, why would I share? The, the, okay. <laughs> it's it's all about dominance on the younger siblings. I mean, you he's know, the oldest of seven, though. So, like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, when there's six other really? kids in the family, like you are scrap, you are like fighting over every last scrap you can get. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's it's kill or be killed. You know, I'm and- learning so much about you today, Eddie. I'm learning that you have six siblings or seven, or you're the seventh or sixth. Yeah. Six, I'm the oldest of seven. So six, okay. I'm learning that you hate fruit candy, Frandy, and that is just... <laughs> Sleeping on the Frandy. And Andrew is the youngest of, of six, or is it five? You know, it depends It depends on what you count. It, not counting the step siblings, because that's like 48. Or halves. If we're not counting steps and halves, of uh, the, the original Streeter five, I'm, I'm the Michael. The Streeter five. The original Streeter five, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, and then Chris, it was just, it was just you and Michael, right? Yep. Still is. Which I love, by the way, I love that your dad always has to like say something about Michael anytime he gets brought up. Like he has to like on the, on yes, uh, this week's pod, he said, you know, my son, Michael, YSM youngest son, Michael, oh, yeah. and like, like I'll text him and uh, I text him last time. Who are you playing in fantasy? Michael, my youngest son. And I'm like, cause there were so many, I, you know, couldn't keep, keep track. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, there was just you and Michael. So that's, uh, there's, there's, I'm sure there's some interesting dynamics and, and differences there between, um, Halloween when you've got a, a large family and Halloween when you've got a relatively small, like, you know, my wife and I, we only have two kids. Um, and so you know, we're, we're getting a dose of that now, but like, so, so Andrew, what was, Halloween like especially you being me being at the oldest you being at, at, at the youngest and what was what was Halloween like for you as the youngest of five like well how- it was it was always them telling the same story about how I ruined their Halloween the day, the day I was born <laughs> they get they still give me crap for that you know I'm 34 years old and they're still like oh we didn't go trick-or-treating that day you gotta be born <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you ever made up for that do you think like do you think that they're happy that do you think that they're happy that you're here because of that one holiday that you ruined 30 something years ago probably not you know i think that my parents probably made up for that at some point but it wasn't up to me i didn't choose that i was supposed i was due on the 21st of november i came three weeks early and i was still like wow. massive i was still like eight pounds <laughs> if if my mom if i had waited to term i would have been like 11 pounds it would have been insane that would have been that would have been streeters have big babies what was the costume situation like were you were you guys able to put together decent costumes or was it all like we never did like a f- we never did like a family costume because that was just too much to coordinate yeah like i think one year we did ninja turtles just because like my mom like bought like the pajamas like all the coordinating pajamas <laughs> for because there's four boys and one girl so we did ninja turtles and my sister didn't want to be april and she was she was just always wanting to like that's the least surprising thing is that that leah didn't want to play along (laughs) she was always the hardcore rebel against anything that we wanted to do so she kicked hard against that and always did her own thing and like often i'm just thinking about this actually today like i didn't really like I don't have like a ton of like memorable like costumes that i like picked for myself like even as a kid like when i was playing like pop warner football I would just wear like my pads and like go <laughs> trick or treat. Like, who yeah. cares? Let's go, Bing Bong. I was a baseball player a lot. I was a baseball player a lot. I was. Uh, I think the only like the like. I think the only costume I did with a mask growing up. I think I was Scream a couple times. I think I. I think that's like the most adventurous I ever got with like a mask and a whole getup. Yeah. Did your parents like try to coordinate with you and Michael? Oh, yeah, Christopher and Michael. Let's get them all coordinated together. Um... We might have done like a Power Ranger thing at like some point, like maybe at like when we were six and two or something. Like, I don't remember, honestly. Like, I don't think so. I don't think we ever did like me and him tandem um, costumes. But like, the thing, like, family costumes need to get over themselves. Like, it, <laughs> I'm with you. It, it's, it's just, it's too much. Like, it's like we get it. Okay. We get it. You guys are really connected and all this stuff like it's just you guys are yeah. cute you're adorable but uh my wife like my my wife my daughter was last year two years ago now i think it was like boo from monsters inc and so like my wife wanted me to like dress up as like sully and i was like i'm not putting like that that, that that like you guys sully's like the big yeah. blue like, yeah yeah I, I was not gonna put on like she wanted to like get the whole 
like this big hot like it's south florida down here like even in october it's hot <laughs> yeah i'm like i am not walking around like her our first halloween is like i want to like witness this i don't want to be sweating in this like like we're not doing this like maybe later on you can talk me into this family costume but and I'm you're not. immediately the bad guy when you do that though like like you take some heat yeah. for a little bit it, uh, I just ended up putting on a shirt that had like Sully and like the other the one eyed guy like on my shirt. I just wore a shirt, a Monster Zinc themed shirt. That's what I said. <laughs> my favorite year that I had was the year that because I, I for a long time <clears throat> I stopped going when I was like thirteen, and then I went two more times in high school. But it's because I justified going that that old because what my friends and I did it was me and my two bandmates and then two of our other friends. And we went as like a fake mariachi band, which <laughs> like the three amigos. Well, kind of, but we, we all just like kind of like thrift stored, like some like, you know, suits and stuff. And we, uh, <laughs> we'd show up at people's doors and then we'd play like some like short versions of like blister in the sun. Hey, that's more effort than most kids. Most kids put it like, don't do anything. They just walk up to like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a homeless guy. But like, that was fun for me because like, this is my birthday. I hang out with my best friends in the world. And we're playing like really goofy songs and people are like, giving us a ton i got more candy that year those years than like i did as a kid people were like here take the bowl was will playing the drums did he have like a marching drum like he didn't have a marching drum he had like he brought some like bongos he like mounted he had like a bongo with like a harness thing and um craig had his his um he he had another guitar and i had my guitar and then that's legit though like that's you guys it's not like you guys were that was fun because we rode around and we rode around a pickup truck and we just, we went all in on that. And I was like, that those were my favorite years. That was junior and senior year. I did that. And that was like the best. Yeah. I, I did that a few years ago with, um, I, you know, just got lazy. And, and so I just put on a mullet wig and blacked out one of my teeth and put on some overalls and brought my guitar around the neighborhood. And I was and saying pirate radio is <laughs> the hillbilly troubadour. I was just going to make that joke, dude. I was going to say that that's <laughs> when you started describing what you look like, I started envisioning what you look like for that pirate radio. <laughs> Yeah. The wig that he used for Hillbilly Troubadour was in Pirate Radio, um, and uh, it wasn't the full-on pirate wig, but it was it was the one that fell off right at the end. But yeah, as a kid though, yeah, the only coordinated costume we did was we were all MC Hammer one year because oh um, we because mom had made we we did this for a church talent show. The video is out there. I'm not going to post a link to it, but the video is out there um, uh, on YouTube. My dad posted it um long time ago how could he not he's been dead for three and a half years uh, can we pause there real quick that's something that he does all the time he will slip in references to his dead dad mostly just to his dad being dead it's not even like he's giving homage to his father who he loves dearly it's always like dad's, dad's dead, dead. <laughs> he yeah that's that's what we call dropping a dead fish that's right that's right <laughs> drop a dead he drops dad. a dead dad constantly a dad <laughs> Well, dad, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you open the door. You open the um, door for the jokes. That's right. And for my dad, it needed a very wide door. He was a fat, fat man. Okay. <laughs> which is which is why he's dead. He was a fan. <laughs> a fan. Um, but yeah, so mom made these neon green MC Hammer pants for this church talent show we did. We, we were dancing to You Can't Touch This. That was our talent. And it was like just all the kids the the five that we had at the time or i think there were six but one was a brand newborn so um you know anyway like, i need that video like now oh it, it's on youtube you 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 have certain keywords that the audience doesn't have that you could use to look it up <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um but anyway uh greg's dead fat dad's youtube channel <laughs> 
nothing's turning up we were we, we just as typical for halloween everything's last minute when you've got all those kids and, and you, money's not you're not gonna go buy fancy costumes and so we were just like you're all gonna be hammered this year so we were all like mc hammer that was the famous year that i egged my grandma's house on accident and then egged my own house yes you get ga- a gaggle of hammers when you're gonna be mc hammer some like a family full of mc hammers somebody needs to just be holding a hammer like, I don't know. Like, there needs to be <laughs> just a hammer. And maybe, like, just like write an, like a hat that says MC, like on their hat, and then you just have a hammer. Yeah. Like that's- so that's the lazy levels I went to later in life. Um, what was the, f- the favorite costume you had, you had, Chris? Like I said, I, I, I was pretty, like, you guys, like, not really too adventurous. I was just like, what can I come up with that people will give me candy? Um, I honestly can't even think outside of like the scream. Like I said, I honestly can't think of like a, a cool, like real, like the most, the best costume I ever wore was honestly part of like when I did the grid of death punishment and I was Morton Joe from like, like, like there's some, you guys remember this? It was part of the show. Like what well, the guy from Mad Max, there was like some Mad Max costume. You guys haven't seen this picture of me. I remember that. I've seen this. He just looks like a, he looks like one of those Raiders fans though, that like hangs out in the black hole. Yeah. Like I have like hair and like our makeup lady did me all up. That was honestly the most I've ever been in a costume. That was rad. Like I was like, I felt really like cool. Like, but, um, that has nothing to do with Halloween. I don't know. I, my vote goes to the advanced auto parts battery. Yeah, that too. That, that was a good, (laughs) that's like my favorite bit ever. That was really great during Super Bowl week revved up for that <laughs> um what about what about worst costume uh chris ah, the b1 beekeeper is not something i'm proud of yeah like that's <laughs> i look back on that and like i have pictures from that night and i'm just like god i'm such a tool and i think it was my did you have to tell people you were a beekeeper like did you have to like be like no i mean it was obvious because like my i think i think i had a bucket that said be like bees it was just i like after like after five minutes i'm like i can't even talk to anyone because i have this net <laughs> on my face it's like uh, this is so dumb how many parties did you go around to within that get up i think it was just one party we did it for like we had a party to go to so i was like i, I because i think the previous year we were those people that were at a halloween post cost uh, halloween party not in a costume and you don't want to but you don't want to be that person not when everyone else is in costume i think i just had like a mask in my pocket and i was like i was that guy i'm like 30 <laughs> years old i'm like 20 20- the horse head man that's, that's the worst kind of guy like when you're at a, a a costume party and they're just like hey what are you and then it's just a guy in normal clothes and he like pulls a mask out of his back pocket like you're a real fun guy you're a real fun or guy. he's got like the he's got like the tuxedo t-shirt yeah <laughs> andrew what about you favorite and worst uh favorite one is when i was uh i couldn't do it now obviously times have changed since 2003 but uh you know Mariachi. when we we did the mariachi thing and uh that was that was just fun and then i had like a bandolera i had like a bandolera like fake bullets you nice. know across yeah. my chest like two two strings of fake bullets going on i looked rad i looked like <laughs> the bad i looked like a bad guy from the three amigos <laughs> el guapo and um the worst one dude okay so it's probably one year when my mom like did this like we were like hella poor and she made this batman cape I had like a Batman like sweatshirt that had like just the, it was black and I had like the bat logo on the front. She's like, perfect. So I have wore that and black sweatpants and like white tennis shoes. And then like, she made this 
cape, like the Batman cape. And then like the mask was like just some construction paper (laughs) and it was really sad. It was sad. You throwing in the hella poor comment makes it a little less funny though. Oh, come on. We, we made it past. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, because we, we were in the same boat or similar boat, similar boat, not same Andrew, Andrew's dad left him. So (laughs) you just do this with other people's dads too. You just like, it's dead dad. And then there's dead beat dad. And (laughs) you know, between both of us, we have no father. <laughs> and then there's gross feet dad. Right. Then there's gross feet dad. Right. But at least he's still around. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then there's great, great toe dad. Great toe dad. Hey, you're a great toe dad. Um, no, my, my, Good my favorite, the, my, my best one was in kindergarten. I peaked in kindergarten was Optimus prime. Um, and I, I told this on last year's episode, but yeah, I could transform. I could a, a little bit. I could, I could, the, the, the arm pieces were big enough where I could pull my hands back in and they were the, um, uh, headlights and I could just get down on my knees and they were, and it kind of looked like I was in a truck or that that had converted into a truck. In fact, I repeated that, that costume when I was 23, I think Andrew, that might've been the barn dance where you pulled the plug. I'm not sure. No, no. This would have been the year after. Uh, every year, uh, um, there was a group at church that would have this big party at, in, in this barn. And it was always a great time. And my band was playing. It was like a three-story barn. I'm imagining I'm imagining the dance from Heavyweights. <laughs> Please. No. Yeah, no, it's, it's almost exactly like that. And, uh, the, yeah, this like... has been right after I met Andrew. And he shows up with his sister. My band's playing. And all of a sudden, the power goes out. Um, not while we were playing, but just during the dance while, you know, while other music was going on. And it was just within like two or three years ago, Andrew admitted that he was the one that pulled the plug. (laughs) Wow. That is funny. I was 16. I thought it was funny. He technically wasn't supposed to be there, but (laughs) there was just this giant because the the barn doesn't have power but that one day a year so like there's a huge <laughs> enormous fat drop cord going like 200 yards to their to the generator and so i was just like oh this is here <laughs> and you like <laughs> complete pitch black and everyone's like ah! there's 200 people in there <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little bit of bedlam for a minute but uh, my worst costume was Dale Murphy. Um, he was my childhood hero. And and it's it, it would be different if I actually had a Braves uniform to dress up in, but we were poor. And so it was just like, I wore some long johns hmm. and like a white shirt that my, my mom drew bra- like the in cursive Braves on the front. And, and that, you were homeless Dale even, Murphy. Yeah, I was homeless Dale Murphy. I didn't even have a hat. I was just, yeah, and she drew a number three on the back, everything magic marker. But that would be that would be my worst one. Who's your adulthood hero? Uh, Greg Cody. <laughs> uh, Dave Grohl, but I want him to be my best friend. Yeah, he does seem cool. What do you enjoy about Halloween as a kid versus now, Chris? Um, like you, you, I know you've, you've already mentioned you're not the biggest Halloween guy, but they, there were some things you really liked. I, I enjoy, I, I'm thorough, like, like with my daughter, I, I thoroughly look forward to Halloween now. Like it's of all the hot, like she's already picking out what she wants to be. Like we're making plans with like, like my sister-in-law and her baby now. Like, so like now it's all about the kids. So it's, you know, more exciting now. Like before there was like this window before I had kids where it's like, what do I just go over to my parents' house and hand out candy? Like I'm not going trick or treating. So it's like, now I at least have like something to actually do on Halloween. So I'm really into it now. Um, but I enjoyed it. You know, there was nothing better than like being a 14 year old kid running around with your friends and going out on Halloween. So like, I, I don't, like, don't get me wrong. I did all that stuff and I loved it. It's just, you know, like I said, that those twenties for me, me and Halloween had a rough patch. Like we're, uh, we're back. We're, we're, our fling is hot and heavy now, but there was, 
In my 20s, me and Halloween had a real rocky relationship, so it scarred me a little bit. If, you, if you're not married in your 20s, with married with kids in your 20s, I imagine Halloween is is probably supposed to wane a little during those years. But, like, in my 20s, like, I, I would go out, like, you know, I'd be out, like, downtown Fort Lauderdale. Like, you know, I'm, in, I'm like, 26. So it's like, what are we doing? It's Halloween. Let's go out. And, like, I wouldn't dress up. Like, it, everyone would be out there, and there would be, like, you know, all these fun costumes. I would It would be great people watching. I would go. Yeah. And, but I just never like it was a drinking night. Yeah, but why and didn't I dress it's, it's up a- though? Let's have like I want to I want to let's turn this into I know you guys did the psychology episode uh like not psych like the you know the therapy, therapy. episode <laughs> yeah. uh, a couple weeks back. But let's let's really deep let's let's look what's going on in in me that I didn't want to dress up in my 20s. Why didn't I want to? You were just too cool. You're just wait. Look, you got to hit off in Matt Latos, and that's when I don't See? have to dress up anymore. But I wasn't cool then. Like, look, now I'm cool. I mean, I'm so cool now. Look at me. God, I couldn't be less cool. I mean, you're the D King, you know? You guys heard the, the Jeffrey Bezos Bo Burnham song? Oh, it's so good. That whole special is amazing. It's so good. I was trying to think of a show song to do with that song. And the only thing I could think of was Matthew, Matthew Latos. Ooh. But like, <laughs> he's not even relevant or in the league or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so like- and I think somebody like, t- like on Facebook, someone like, re- like, I guess he's on Facebook somehow. And somebody once like ended up in a comment of his Facebook and was like, Hey, Chris Cody, from the Levitard show says he got a hit off of you and he was like we never even played them and I was like oh I was like oh this? Buddy. I was like listen I, I know you don't remember me I know I hate like you know what I mean like Matt Latos was a guy that like everyone was talking about in baseball like he would never remember me because I was literally nobody so like I knew Matt Latos was pit- facing us and I knew I hit against him like I, I would put everything on anything that I got a hit off of him and he's sitting here in these Facebook comments trying to deny this like let's go let's go to court I got receipts. My dad kept all my stats. GTFO, Matt Latos. <laughs> Could you get a hit off of him now? Ooh, I mean, I, I would try. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There, there's, there's a new uh, occurrence that, that that needs to happen. Guys, it's it is crazy thunderstorming here. So if my power goes out, that is why. How spooky would that be? That's perfect for a Halloween episode. Did you guys plan this? Is this fake? <laughs> What it is is karma coming to get you for pulling the plug on that Halloween dance. Mm. That's it. If you believe in such a thing, (laughs) which kind of brings us to one of the things we're going to talk about when it comes to spooky movies. I've never liked horror movies. I feel like life is like already a waking nightmare enough. Like I don't need to like (laughs) intentionally scare myself to like feel good. Like I've never understood, but my wife loves horror movies. It's like a big like catharsis for her and she loves watching them and she, but she, she wants somebody to watch them with. And so I'm like, so I've had kind of like a, um, like a heel turn on that. Cause there's some that I really, really like now, but like, I just don't, I don't like just violence for the sake of violence or like gore for the sake of gore. You know, like I want it to be like intelligent and scary. You love, you want some meaningful gore. <laughs> You're going to slash someone's <laughs> neck, like really create a story for me that I'm involved with. Yeah. You know, like recite a, uh, a sonnet before you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like make it real uh, meaningful. I know this uh, doesn't bode well for your segment, but I feel the exact same way. Not a big horror movie guy. Um, trying to think like scream back in my day. I was a big scream guy. Um, I have not watched, I cannot tell you the last horror movie I watched. My wife is the opposite of your wife and hates them. So I've never been in that <laughs> boat to have to, you know, change my tune on that right both both me and my wife hate horror films so we haven't had to had you know like like the 
the closest I've actually never seen a Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Nightmare on Elm Street or any of the Halloween movies because they don't care to. This is where Steak Sauce decides to not be our friend because he lives for these things. Really? It's a good thing we brought this up as a topic since we're all so into horror movies. <laughs> I didn't say horror. I, said, I just said movies in general. Like one, one thing as a kid, one thing I loved was watching Garfield's Halloween. I loved watching that. We had it dubbed off of the, went off of the TV on a VHS tape. So we'd get like the Wendy's commercials, you know, in between there that we'd have to fast forward through Dave. Thomas and, uh, but yeah, Gar- but yeah, Garfield's Halloween. That was, that was one of my favorite things that we always watched every year. Now we, we you know, Disney plus has their whole, whole litany of like Halloween and kind of spooky related things. So we really enjoyed doing that with the kids watching night, uh, nightmare before Christmas, my son at three years old had had the this is Halloween memorized. Um, so he loves it. But like, that's about as spooky as we'll get. Nightmare Before Christmas. I do enjoy that movie, even though it's kind of it's a Christmas movie, but it's kind of a Halloween movie. I don't know what it really is. It's, it's, it's both. It's a, we, we watch it at both yeah, seasons. It's hybrid. That is my favorite Halloween thing. If you said to me, what's your favorite Halloween thing? Nightmare Before Christmas. That I'm really into. My, my daughter's into Hocus Pocus right now on Disney Plus. Yeah. Can't really get into it. I mean, yeah. I, I want like I put it on for her, and like I hear some of the songs, but it's just I don't know. It doesn't do much for me. The uh, now my favorite thing about Halloween is the dad tax. Is that the for you? Is that the greatest thing ever? Or maybe your daughter's still too young for this? It, it, but my kids are getting old enough to where it might be the most dangerous game. I'm. I assume that this is just stealing your kids' candy. Yes, right? I, okay. I justify it under under dad tax. But he has a he has a fun name for it. No, I love that Dax. Um. <laughs> I definitely do that. I mean, I've for a few years now, even before kids, I would always <clears throat> stock up on way too much candy to give out on Halloween. And that's, right. you know, the dad tax started there, which me just then eating all of the candy that because like we would get like three trick or treaters. And then I have like this big bowl of candy that sits there and then I would just clean that out. So the dad tax I've been doing even before kids. But yes, I mean. <laughs> I, I ravaged my daughter's candy. Last but time. like, I have to announce because I have to rub it into my kid's face that like, uh, oh, got a dad tax. I have to teach them, you know, that the that you know. The- See, she's too young. Where I have like, I will do that for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I look forward. To that. But- See, I'm a little more. I'm a little more sneaky, I guess, when it comes to that because what I, I'm I'm not like overtly like telling my child that I'm being. In, an a-hole to them i um <laughs> but it's more about it's, it's not about the kids it's for me it's more about hiding it from my wife because she'll like you know she'll be like what geez you're gonna have another mini snickers so like <laughs> oh no that's, that's why most of the damage takes place in like the 10 30 to midnight range yeah at night yep. that's when i do most of my damage and that has nothing to do with my kid it has to do with my wife <laughs> no what we do and it just just kind of started like because my oldest is seven i have three boys i have a seven-year-old boy i have a four-year-old boy and a two-year-old boy and so what we always do is we just kind of we're kind of candy socialists and everybody comes back (laughs) and we just pour all the candy into like a giant bucket and it's like (laughs) community candy so the kids don't know like if i'm like pilfering all like the the good stuff while they're asleep which i'm totally doing doesn't work out for the the guy who, the person, the kid who gets the most candy. I mean, geez, the, the rich are just getting. They, you know, I'm sure they'll get old enough to like wise up to like, hey, we're getting screwed. But it's right good, now it works great. It's good for the youngest who just has no candy. So it works out well. That's why it's good to have some, you know, some balance. So what, um, did you guys ever pull any pranks or were you ever Halloween tricksters at all? Yeah. One time I pulled a uh, plug on a barn dance that you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, do have, I actually do have a good one of these. I was probably 17 and one of the houses in our neighborhood was doing like a, they were doing a haunted house. Like there was like one house that they turned their house into some where you could walk through and like there were people scaring you. It was, yeah, they were, they were the Leglers yeah, of the neighborhood. Exactly. And I knew my friends were coming and I knew these people, I knew the people that were doing this. I didn't like know them, know them, but like neighborhood wise, they knew I was like, you know, I knew them enough to be like, I could try it. So basically what I did was, is I like jumped into a closet in this house. So like this house is like a haunted house. And I know that like my friends are like on the way, they're like, let's go do this house. So I know my friends are coming. And so I'm like, I'm going to go ahead of them. I'm going to get go through and I'm going to like find somewhere to hide. And then I'm going to scare them in this haunted house. And it worked out up until I got into the closet and I realized I have no way of knowing like when my friends are coming. When they're coming. So then I just started. <laughs> so what I started doing is I started just like as if I was a worker because there was people like scattered about. So like it wasn't that weird for me to like pop open like ah and then go back. So like for like 10 minutes. I became like just like a worker of this haunted house, and I was you were like, working for free just so you could until my friends friend. finally showed up like twenty minutes later, and like I like ah, and I saw them, and I'm like, all right, let's go, and I like just like got out and did did you actually catch them off guard? Did you? Yes, scare no, them? like it was it, it worked perfectly, but and okay. I ne- and I oh. never got caught. Like I don't know if they would have even been mad. There was so much, you know, ruckus. There was so much going on in the house that, um. I don't know, it was, it, but it was scary. I just remember getting in the closet and being like, all right, I'm here, and now what? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Andrew? No, I told my story. No, that was really like the... That was That's the most, really the only thing. That, like, that was, I was not like a big, like, um, I don't know. Prankster. Asshole, I guess. <laughs> no, but like... I, yeah, no, like we... Me and my friends would like, we would roll people's houses a lot. That was like a thing. Toilet paper, but not on Halloween. But it was always it was toilet paper. But it was always like people we knew and that we liked, and it was always like you know a loving gesture more than anything else. Chris, did you call that rolling or toilet papering someone's house or TPing someone's house? I never did that. I've like seen it done. But what what did they what did the kids in your area call it? Um, I think it was called TPing or whatever. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know what we called it. Where we're from, we we call it rolling or rolling, rolling. We call it rolling. Rolling, 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 rolling. That might be what it's called here. I don't know. I didn't really. Egg wars were a thing. Like we, I mean, it wasn't something even associated with Halloween. But like, there was times when like the JV baseball team and the varsity baseball team, it'd be like each team would have like a vehicle, and like a lot of times it was like the my first car was like my dad's old Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it was like a '97 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I was driving it in like oh four five. So this was like an old car at the time, beat up. And since my car was like, I don't know how I agreed to it, but my car was like our war vehicle. And then like some other car was, <laughs> so like, we're literally, I'm driving down a street and we're like, like there would be in a, uh, a jousting, like it's like a street and the cars are oh, driving. No. And like, so it's like, as you drive by, like every, like every out, every window has like somebody outside the window. And then like, it's like a drive by attacking where you just all get drilled with eggs. It's like the stupidest thing that's you could so, ever do. It's so ridiculous. Imagine getting an egg to the face. That's not going to feel good, especially right. driving down a car or down the road in a car. I, I remember one time I got out on foot. Like there was a, like the war ended up where we all were out, all out of the cars at one point. So it's like, there's this like park and it's just like dark and it's like, everyone's got like five eggs in their hands and it's just like a war. 
and I see a car driving by and I know it's one of my like people that I'm in war against and I just unleash one like crow hop unleash it <laughs> and it like I see the windows down and in the back seat there's just like this like one of my friend's girlfriends just like oh, no. just like trying to just like she's probably thinking like why are we sitting doing duck this? like and I just see like it's in slow motion the oh, egg no. go through the window and it hits her oh. I just remember feeling really bad about that did, did was there damage done because i mean, I mean like, it, it just like hit her like in her hair like she didn't like she was oh, gotcha. just like annoyed like it wasn't like but she knew she, she's in the car like listen like like it wasn't like i was attacking some rand like she knew that this car was like my enemy okay i, I right, can't right, just right. i can't sit there and not throw the egg okay i didn't intentionally <laughs> throw it i just happened there to, are rules uh, good times though Oh, you man. know the yeah. the JV the JV and varsity thing made me think of a Halloween prank actually that our varsity football team played on our JV vers- uh our JV football team. I had buddies on the on the varsity football team and they um they got a keg of O'Doul's and they invited a ton of JV players over and we're like we're having a kegger and we're inviting you guys because we think you're like the <laughs> coolest guys and they're like yeah <laughs> so they're all like thinking they're getting drunk and they're like all like acting drunk and then they took a bunch of videos of them acting drunk. <laughs> And then, and then they were like, "Yeah, that this is non-alcoholic beer, guys. <laughs> you were not, you were not drunk. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's that's in an episode of Freaks and Geeks. Seth, like they're all, everyone thinks they're getting wasted, except for Seth Rogen's character who just sits there drinking. And he's like, "Yeah, this is non-alcoholic beer, you know." But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, mine. I uh, I accidentally egged my grandma's house, huh? and then I then I proceeded to egg my own. How house do you because, accidentally egg a house? Well, it fell out of my waistband. <laughs> I was going to. Why are you got gonna, eggs in your? Okay. I, I wanted to. It was in the hammer pants. I wanted to. I have no idea how it stayed in my waistband. From I was going to bake a cake house. and then. Uh, but, uh, no, I wanted to egg. I always heard about kids going, you know, egging people's houses on Halloween. I never went trick or treating with friends. I just was just always had the you know butt ton of kids in the van. When egg dries, it is so hard to wash off of a house and yeah. so hard to wash off of a car. Like it's. Yeah, if you can get to it quick, it's easy to rinse off. But if you let it dry, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it, it's it's real bad. But yeah, so it just I I, I realized that it was a, a terrible idea to try to go egging when I was there with my family because we were only trick or treating to family members' houses. I was like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> so, but then I, they were tucked in the waistband. I didn't know what I was going to do, and then it just fell out and landed on the porch. And I tried to play it off like somebody threw an egg at me from the road. And of Where'd course, this come yeah. from? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's exactly <laughs> how it, how it worked. And uh, and uh, but then I proceeded to egg my own house later, and then brag about it at school. Somebody egged my house, and then this one kid took the took credit. I did that, and I'm like, no, you, you didn't, you dumbass. I'm the dumbass who egged my own house. I'm just remembering yeah. walking through like Publix at like 10 o'clock at night, and like walking up to like the the checkout with like three like. Those twenty-four car- things of eggs, and you have like three. I have like I'm buying like, you know, fucking like seventy-two eggs, and like <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, we just got a big brunch tomorrow. Big <laughs> brunch we're making for my. It's like three like adolescent kids. We're like, yeah, we're, we're making like forty different kinds of eggs. We just don't want. We just we we know we have to cook a lot of eggs tomorrow, so we just want to make sure. That we have enough. <laughs> you always the, feel the, like you have to justify it to the register. Yeah, the lady at Publix like knows. They know. Like you're checking out. With, I just like, happen to have all the bacon and cheese already. I just need the eggs <laughs> right now. I was just like, I got home and I was about to start cooking and I was like, oh shit. 
I forgot all the eggs. <laughs> forgot my We've eggs. talked about it before, like when, you know, you have to go to the store and you buy some stuff for your wife, you know, but they don't know that it's like, they have no idea if it's for your wife or your girlfriend, yeah. you know, but you, you know, you're cashier, you see people buy some stuff and you like automatically jump to conclusions about what's going on in their life yeah. and your mind can wander. But like, you can't hide that and you can't hide when you're buying like a thousand rolls of toilet paper, yep. <laughs> what you're going to do. Right, right, right. <laughs> The new thing is a few weeks ago, my wife and my daughter had like runny noses. So we, we were like, all right, let's make sure we don't have COVID. So we went to Walgreens buying like two boxes of like at home COVID tests and walking up to the cash register like, hello, ma'am. And like you have your mask on and she's just like backing away. She's like, and I'm like, look, I feel fine. We're just, you know, we just want to make like, like I just, I don't say anything, but I know she's thinking it. I just want to start being like, yeah. just so you know, I'm good. I feel fine. Just trying to prepare. Just in case. Prepare, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Going to get involved in some risky behavior later, so I want to yeah. make sure. You do that thing where you start, like, I've, I've barely gone anywhere the last year and a half. I promise. I don't go anywhere, even though, you, like, I, like, I have. But you just say that. When you get around people, you're like, no, I've been real good. I don't go out. I, I've been. I wear a condom every time. I've, you know? <laughs> I've gone to, like, I've gone out to dinner, like, probably three or four times in the entire pandemic. That's what everyone says. Right, right, right. Socially distance, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Every time it was fondue or a Brazilian steakhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this this episode. Yeah, that feels like a pod. That feel yeah. That it's we've been recording much longer than we normally do, but uh, um, no, but this has been fun. This has been fun. So, um, uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you being here. Glad we finally got you on the pod um in all seriousness uh, man seriously like i know we know your time is like is at a premium so we really appreciate eh, you uh it's not that i would say mid-grade my time's like (laughs) (laughs) mid-grade no but thank you guys this is cool and uh, let me let me apologize publicly to andrew though i like gave you some shit during the whole suey stuff i hope that you know i only joke with those that i love and that i hope you didn't take that serious i was like just having some fun with you no like i knew that you weren't being oh, serious but, but like other people thought that but like people on in like the facebook group mm. there's like a giant like levitard show facebook group then. andrew this is what comes with being a celebrity okay people <laughs> start coming after you okay it's not always rosy okay sometimes well, people no, are it's gonna funny cr- though yeah because there were a couple people that were like pissed off on like my behalf and they're like this guy like busts his ass and makes yeah. all these great songs <laughs> which is true and then mike ryan's like totally shitting on it well that was I'm just like, because they jokingly wanted to like win that like you know the way you like even though which you andrew would have won anyway i know right it was a win-win the <laughs> that's rare. what i'm saying like right. i was i was in that the rare win-win having said all that i know that you voted for yourself probably like a million times why wouldn't you though who wouldn't do that <laughs> yeah i have three jobs and three kids so you had them all vote so you had them all so i had them all with their yeah, ipads up nice and my uh i had it's an like indonesian fundraisers at work where you uh, my kids selling popcorn will you buy all this you know, hey i'm up for a suey award will you vote for me five times you but know? i think but i think yeti voting for the the long stat of the day was balancing out all the voting you were doing so i think that that no, i was voting for brill cream even though i knew it didn't stand a chance i was voting for brill cream every time <laughs> <laughs> poor brill cream i'm a company guy i was that trying just to elevate the status the fact, of the greg cody show the fact that yeti couldn't vote himself brill cream up 
proves that it's not possible to get it done with one person just doing a lot of things. So that- <laughs> I do have like several first cousins. Like I have over 100, 100 first cousins, but they don't give a crap about what? any of this. You so, do? Yeah. <laughs> my mom was in the middle of 11 kids that made it to adulthood. My dad was in the middle of 11 kids that made it to, to adulthood. Good God. I know. I know. We've got massive, massive family. So much sex. So much. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> yes. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Uh, uh, be sure to support Chris Cody where um, uh, on the Dan Levitard Show, but especially Cinephile. Mm-hmm. Cinephile is a great podcast. I've been listening to it since its inception, and to have Chris on that show just makes it all, all the much better. No joke. Adnan... Adnan has always been a favorite friend of the show for me, like one of my very favorite friends of the show. And uh, so that is super awesome that you get to work closely with him. I'm like crazy jealous. No, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying that, honestly. Like at the beginning, I was stressing it, thinking it was just like something else on my plate, but like Adnan's the best. Like I've been working with him for what, like three months now, and I I can't say a negative word about him. He's as... De- as decent and delightful as he is on air, like he's he's like that off air too. He's and he's and he's a little nastier than I thought he was, which is what I like. <laughs> yes, he's got a, like yes. a, like he likes yes. to work a little blue, and that I'm a, I just it's a, and you don't expect it <laughs> thinking of how nice and decent he is. So it's just a nice little juxtaposition there. But uh, no, you guys are the best. Check out this podcast. If you're over here listening to this podcast because I'm here, subscribe to this podcast. These guys are great. <laughs> we, uh, we, we we do need to make sure that Chris becomes our number one episode, yeah. especially now that his dad's had an episode. We need to make sure that he... Uh, he, he... You're so obsessed with episode rankings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find Chris on, on Twitter at... Underscore, underscore Chris Cody. Underscore, underscore Chris Cody. So... Follow him there. Make sure you support him and everything that he does. As always, you can find our show on Twitter and Instagram at YesMaybeNoPod. You can find me on Twitter at YetiBlanc underscore. You can find me at AndrewStreeter underscore. And uh, until next time, is Halloween, Halloween the best? best? Yes, yes, maybe, maybe no. no. Is Halloween, Halloween the best? best? Yes, maybe, maybe no. no. Weaning it. <laughs> Listen to Yes, Maybe No. Subscribe, download, rate, review, wherever find podcasts are sold. Or uh, download it. Who would have thunk if we never did the bit of is saving the best? Yes, maybe, no. Like, what? where would we be right now? Like, what would... Andrew and I would still be, like, making jokes about doing a podcast that we'd never actually do. But <laughs> It's a clever name. Looking for a name. I had a whole sheet of bits for three years. Shits. <laughs> I mean, I love candy.